0: Music has changed. How it makes us feel, never will. The time is now to visit mstudios.co.za. Brought to you by Old Mutual. Hi, I'm Mac G and this is the Amp Studios Creative Industry Podcast, a series of masterclasses that are designed to help you build a business in the music industry. Proudly brought to you by Old Mutual. Amp Studios is a free culture hub facility situated in the heart of downtown Johannesburg in Newtown with world-class recording studios, co-working spaces, video facilities, a stage and streaming facilities all free and designed to help young artists build a career in the music industry. If you'd like to be a part of the Amp Studios or check out all the masterclasses and content we've created for you, just go to www.ampstudios.co.za or send us your name to our WhatsApp line on 081-707-6636. That's 081-707-6636. Welcome to part two of our Spotify masterclass. Claudius Baller continues to share his insights Into this wonderful platform that can assist you with sharing your music with the rest of the world i want to move to a subject that's very close to my heart which is uh podcasting uh we've seen major deals you know for joe rogan with spotify what's the plan in terms of the vision and mission in Africa with regards to podcasting?
1: Well, we see great success with podcasts across the world. And here exclusives are a different thing. So we have a few exclusive podcasts that are only available on Spotify. And by the way, they're uh, also made available for free. So therefore on Spotify free, you can also listen to them for free. And I think it's important to appreciate the podcast element that this also helps driving users to use Spotify as a music service seamlessly and equally. We're seeing great success in South Africa because there's a lot of producers. I know John from Amped is already having a bunch of podcasts out there that are great. There's a lot of original content being created, which all is on Spotify in the country. We see, if I may talk about engagement around podcasts, South Africa is higher than a bunch of developed markets, which is very, very encouraging. And I'm looking forward for the next year's to see um, even more local productions are happening and to increase also the support level of ours. It's more like on the educational front, making it tangible to produce a podcast. But I also wanna note that um, we have a platform called Anchor, again, another free app that you can download right away where you press a record button And you record your podcast right away and it's not just then ending up just on spotify but also on other podcast platforms also in the future i think the monetization is going to be interesting on the podcast front because that's only about to increase
0: as a whole what is the vision for spotify in africa what are you guys trying to achieve and how can we assist you guys in achieving those dreams
1: I love the question. Look, we are all in this together. I know there's a lot of thought, uh, thoughts about, and I hear that question again. How do you see yourself against the competition, etc.? cetera? It's not about competition. The biggest competition is just like piracy and that users are not aware how convenient digital music streaming is or digital audio streaming itself. So we are all in this together and we need to like shape this ecosystem as artists you're not competing with each other in these genres. You kind of, if you, if you think you're competing against an artist, it's more like maybe Drake, like big international artists, because they're equally available in South Africa, right? So it's all a kind of like, where's your share? How can you grow your share of attention and time from fans and listeners? in the future but also it's our job as spotify to grow the audience base so we can do this together you have great loyal fans with you the more they follow you on spotify the more they engage with you through spotify regardless if they're paying subscribers or not yet it's going to drive your data forward make your businesses stronger which makes you be able to invest more and get more return of invest and therefore building that fan base we need to do it seamlessly so we're focusing on, on PR, we're working with artists, like these things with Nasty C, that he's on Times Square in New York, on a Spotify billboard, really talks about very much about like what's our ambition is to elevate African culture to a global audience. That music is so creative. And like Amapiano is just outstanding, outstanding genre that will still have to see a great success story across the world. It started already big time, but it will grow even further, right? So, and this is, I think this is really encouraging. We are very happy with how we are growing in South Africa. It's very much above our expectations, I have to say. And this is why we continue investing even more in the next couple of years and growing the support teams, growing the technology, adding new features. And if I may want to look back, when we looked at South Africa, as since we touched base on data from mobile carriers, we have launched a, a light product. So that's, I think it's about like 10, 11 megabyte. When you download the app, it has like almost all the same features as the full Spotify app that's available in South Africa for smartphones that are uh, don't have that much data capability and they're not that new. And that's how we look at South Africa and other markets to support them better. But also we have a low data saver feature where in one hour it consumes less than 11 megabytes of data, which is extremely low. If you might want to compare that to some uh, music video streaming platforms who are like 20 times more than that, or other other platforms are around 50 megabytes. So it's about technology as well that we need to bring forward to help new audiences make this first move and start converting and going over to Spotify or Just to start with digital music streaming.
0: Claudius, once again, thank you so much for your time. Uh, It's not every day that you get to talk to the managing director at Spotify. Uh, We're going to take a quick ad break. When we come back, we're going to take some questions from the audience. Are you ready for them?
1: Totally ready. Bring it on. M Studios brought to you by Old Mutual.
0: Making a new go these days, good rough. Just ask that guy. So that's why you need Old Mutual rewards, they're thing. See, these guys actually reward you for being. Anybody can join And it's free It's my son's birthday tomorrow So let's earn some points Now turn our points into cash They send a voucher Then just shop, show and scan The time is now Sign up for free to Old Mutual Rewards today Hi, I'm Sam I'm also Sam Meet
1: my little Sam
0: Only the best for myself. Sam! I'm Sam! This is Sam, live. I'm Sam. No two people are the same. So why should their cover be? New personal cover from Old Mutual lets you build the cover that's right for you and your budget. And it's easy to change as your life does too. The time is now to get personal cover that's just for you speak to your financial advisor today M Studios brought to you by Old Mutual Welcome back it's time to take some questions from the audience what happens if you have two artists from different regions right and they have the same name and they do the same genre so how do you like distribute the money to those artists
1: uh, g- cool question. Do you have that case? You have an artist that uses or has your name?
0: Yes, I do, actually.
1: Well, look, our team is there. If you log on to Spotify for artists, you can write to the team and say, and say to clarify that. So we're going to make sure that each track is unique And it's only, so all the streams are being accounted for this track and therefore monetization is being paid out accordingly. So nothing to worry about, but this is kind of the basic housekeeping. You wanna make sure that under your profile, the one that you have access to via Spotify for artists, and you can also like speak to your distributor or label to help you sort that out. We'll fix that, no issue.
0: I'd like to find out with all the vast uh, um, distributors all over the world, how can one, uh, one I can think of, maybe would be United Masters or Chunko. How can one be, how can you see if this is a legit uh, music distributor uh, for for Spotify?
1: It's a pressing question for a lot of artists uh, like you guys out there. So if you go into Spotify for artists, there is some preferred partners that we have listed there where that you can use, that you can go to. That would be the first uh, route to take because there you can make sure that they treat you fairly they have uh, like standardized contracts they pay out in time etc they also provide you probably some type of data and updates etc Still, I want to encourage you to use Spotify for artists directly to track the streams, et cetera. You want to use that in your discussions when you're speaking to distributors or your label to see, OK, this is my performance. How do you see that? How can we improve that? Because they, they have the similar discussions with other artists. Right. They can help and guide you. The data is yours, but bring it forward and use it. Also speak to fellow artists artists you're not very much competing with each other it's really about we are all in the same boat so the more you guys as artists with producers sound engineers etc and managers working together to just find best practice what works for you because the the service level of all these various different distributors and labels is extremely different which it's more about, you get everything from there's a platform that just puts my music on all platforms, but does zero communication promotion or whatever. But therefore, they pay out probably the entire royalties for just a very small fixed fee. And on the other hand, you have major labels. If you're the type of artist that just wants to focus, to go and produce music in the studio, but there's like so many different uh, types of distributors and labels in between that offer very much different services. And that is, is kind of like in a relationship, it's, it's your choice, your call, and you're also like encouraged probably to try different things. And what works best for you is a very individual uh, decisions or choices, but speak to the community, speak to other artists, share best practice. Hi, I wanted to ask if a brand new artist who just recorded their first single and doesn't have much of a following yet wants to start building a fan base on Spotify itself. So not a local one, but a digital fan base. What's the best way to be discovered? So, and, and here you are, the trick is that you do not have an existing fan base at this stage. So if you when once your track is ending up on Spotify or like coming becoming published on Spotify, you might have zero plays. So the system has no information about if this track has potential to grow fast or not. So one thing for sure, pitch it on Spotify for Artists. Tell your story there, new release, new artist, that's my story, and these are the territories that I feel this might be a great track in. So use that because that goes to our editors. It's a, our editor team is huge and they're all over the world and they will ideally pick it up and then pluck your track in, uh, in, in many playlists. It might not be immediately visible to you, but in Spotify for artists, you can see in which playlists um, your track is actually in it. So this will be a bunch of algorithmic playlists. So th- this is just like the basics. The next level on where to get to would be to actually jumpstart the track through uh, marketing activities. Right, leverage if there's no zero fan base at the moment on an Instagram account or, or Facebook or whatever, then it's difficult, but if ideally there is, and then you activate this fan base and direct them onto Spotify so they become fans and sign up. And the soon the sooner the track actually um, gets more plays, the system realizes. Okay, there is not not many skips. The track is being the track is played full time. It's being added to a library. It's being shared a lot, etc. So these are indicators for the system to actually give it more opportunities to grow into other uh, algorithmic and dynamic playlists, and also then for editors to be picked up. So what you can do is take some money in the hand and to jumpstart. And I think it's interesting because you when you produce, you spend a lot of time and money to produce in the studio, record, You maybe do a photo shooting, get a haircut. There's a lot of things you invest in. Therefore, you also need to invest in building your audience. Put some money, maybe even advertise it in the US, put $50 down or $100 and just see how it performs because it will tell you, oh, too bad the track wasn't discovered. But at least you want to try and jumpstart the track and give it a chance. Hi, John here, Claudia, I wanted to just ask you know one of the questions. You know, we work closely with this amp community, and often I find there's a desperation for people to get signed by a label, and you know, Spotify has sort of negated the need to do that. You can become your own distributor. My question is how does Spotify or does Spotify treat independent artists different from a label and is there any advantage to doing it through a label rather than doing it independently? Honestly speaking, we try to treat every artist equally regardless on which uh, channel they're coming through and if they are like a big artist or a small artist. Nevertheless. There is priority releases where we look at, OK, these are big international artists and so that they get their placement in playlists. But you see a Rihanna track, if it's not performing that well in a certain country, but your track is performing better, meaning less skips and more plays and more ads and more shares, and then can overtake and move up. So there is no artificial intelligence behind it to actually support major labels over indie Uh, content right so that is very very important to know so it's absolutely equal the only one thing is that from time to time we try tests with few labels right now we just started a new test and I think we do this with indie labels we actually don't do it with uh, with major labels because we constantly try new things and that's just what we do because we need to see like how can music be better discovered in the future but so As you mentioned, there is the desire of artists to be discovered by a major label. Well, it's really up to you what works for you. And uh, if you have a great team that covers a lot of things, then you're fine with a simple distributor. But if you feel you need the complete full house support of a major label, then maybe that's the route that you want to take. But in the end, the content, we're treating it equally on Spotify. Yeah.
0: I'm curious here when it comes to how the revenue is actually generated, right? I know about the app when artists can kind of track how they are doing, but can, also, can they also track the revenue that they generate, that they make from the streams, uh, whether offline or not?
1: That is the relationship that the artist has with their distributor or their label. right? So they look after the payout. We pay out uh, seamlessly as per the play share that somebody has. So you need to think about it. There's two tiers. There's the free tier where there's advertising money generated that gets into a complete pool. And that pool is split by the artists equally and then respectively to their distributors or labels where we, where we pay out this pool. Um, the majority of that money and then also there is a pool for all the premium subscription revenues that are being collected so the majority of that is paid out to the publishers as well as to the labels and distributors as per the share so on a monthly basis this is being allocated on Spotify for artists you don't see the payout because that is something that the label will tell you so it's not that the uh, we're hiding that information, but you want to like look at the stream counts that you have on Spotify for artists and then benchmark this against. But, you know, we, we don't know how much revenue, uh, advertising revenue, we roughly know how much we make in the next quarter that then suggests what's happening there. But if we strike a great deal with a big refreshment drink company, then this will be additional revenue and there will be more money to be distributed in the next quarter. So it's difficult to say. Also, the user base, as it's growing, let's say you have... Fifty thousand streams and your your best friend as an artist has also 50,000 streams but he has more streams from the US then probably that would be more money than um, if your your fan base these 50,000 streams are more coming from South Africa so there's a lot of factors here that kind of determine what the payout is the thing is we are completely transparent as a company we have certain tools and mechanisms in place that also we are paying out equally and therefore um, believe very much in, in that this is the a, a very fair model for everybody.
0: My question is, you spoke about your playlisting being a mix mixture of both human as well as algorithm. So what I wanted to understand is, within localized regions, when you're trying to understand more about that, how do you grow the human aspect of the playlisting part of your... Yeah, the playlist when you're doing within localized regions?
1: We see some playlists are doing extremely well, some are not uh, doing that well, and therefore we are like focusing. And the ones that do very well, they get more frequently updated. And we're growing our attention team as we grow our audience and user base on, on Spotify. So the human element, we always try that this is in a very good balance with, with the data. But the good thing is the amount of data, even if it's more and more data, meaning more consumption and usage coming in, it doesn't in seamlessly mean that we need to also then uh, triple the team to actually cope with that. Because it's more about what we look is not which are the tracks that are the best in terms of having the m- most number of plays. It very much matters in what time that's happening. So if a track spikes in just a day by a great amount, then this will be automatically flagged to an editor and he has the opportunity to plug it in into certain playlists and give it a chance there and let that track travel across different playlists. That is really the art. My question is... Well, to give you context, the strength of Spotify obviously exists in the fact that you can target uh, users because you know, or you can build a very accurate footprint of their listening history. And assuming in lockdown, a lot of people might have stayed together or lived in households together, you might have had an amalgamation of users. In my, my example, my wife started infiltrating my music taste, so we basically are a user for spotify what uh, what do you what kind of measures are you guys putting in place to create that unique that unique user experience so that you can build that precise user or do you find more and more uh, user groups being uh, blurred together honestly there is no user groups being blurred together i mean there is no not a person that is creating just your user experience it's done very much by the algorithm, by the system, by looking at all the data inputs. But this is like the result of refining this for years and also applying very much machine learning opportunity, uh, machine learning technology in order to get there. So how does it start is relatively simple if you're just signing up to Spotify for the first time Each country, each uh, county has a different uh, taste on boarding is what we call it. So it's like some pre-configured artists and genres that make sense that are relevant for this particular country. So when you sign up for the first time, you get to select a few things that you like. There's a great mix of international and um, local artists that you then can select. And as soon as you start playing every action you do like you play how long you play when you skip what you add to a playlist what you share with a friend it starts to map kind of the behavior there in an anonymous anonymous way and therefore learns from you so the more you use spotify the more the user experience is becoming more tailored it gets messy like in my case my daughter uses my playlist as well so i have tons of kids songs as well and it's then it becomes messy, it really doesn't work. That's really what's happening. And in this case, by the way, we have a family plan that we launched in South Africa, where you can get six accounts under the umbrella. It's just, I think it's 60% 60 more expensive than the standard subscription, it's a great deal. We also launched a dual plan, 30% more expensive for couples or people two people that uh, live together under the same roof that can sign up to, and then you keep the accounts separate so it doesn't get too messy, like in your case, sorry.
0: Fantastic. Thank you so much for taking time on your busy schedule. I think this has been a very fruitful event and um, congratulations with everything that you're doing.
1: All right, Mac, John, it's been a big pleasure uh, being in South Africa somehow, being with with great fans there of Spotify and great artists. So we love your support. Keep it up, guys. Um, I'm on the next plane coming back down to South Africa as soon as the situation batters. Um, I know you're all going through a tough time probably and uh, I wish you all the the very best. Stay safe, stay connected with Spotify and yeah, reach out to our team using Spotify for artists. Pitch your tracks and good luck. Stay safe.
0: That was an Amp Studios music industry podcast brought to you by Old Mutual. I hope you're learning a lot and loving the series. Please subscribe right now to make sure you don't miss out on more. And if you'd like to see videos or access more content or even use the Amp Studios facilities, or maybe you just want to be part of our Amp Studios journey, go to our website. That's ampedstudios.co.za, ampdstudios.co.za and sign up there. You can also sign up by sending your name to our WhatsApp line on 081-707-6636. That's 081-707-6636. Music has changed. How it makes us feel never will. The time is now to visit mstudios.co.za. Brought to you by Old Mutual.